Cafe podcast. I'm Kavya, your host. So excited to have you guys back. So excited to be back. Um, these last couple weeks have been very stressful just with finals and everything. Um, my birthday was last week, but that wasn't really a stress factor. Um, that was something nice in pretty much everything that was going on. Um, the show I was a part of was had all their performances and then that mixed with, um, school and finals and everything it was just a lot but I'm so excited because pretty much this time next week when I'm recording next week's episode um, I will be done with all my finals and I will be off for winter break until January 24th and oh my gosh that just sounds so nice to say Um, I'm recording this on a Thursday and my last final is the coming Monday so we are almost there Um, I've just been studying I've been so busy and so you know, it really kind of worked out for me to be able to do the episode I'm doing today since it was something that was just airing weekly, so it wasn't something I had to quickly binge. Um, although, actually, even my next two episodes are things I've been binging um, for a little bit now. If you want to take guesses as to what that may be, you could go ahead and do so. Um, two pretty popular shows right now that I have lined up for my next two Um But yeah, regardless, I'm super excited. This is something nice and stress-relieving for me to do in the midst of all the studying for my last final. Um, But I'm super excited for all that to be done and to just get ready for new content. Um, So welcome back, everyone, for the 13th episode of the podcast. Super exciting. And this week, we're going to be talking about season 30 of Dancing with the Stars. That is so crazy to me that this show is 30 seasons long, first premiered in 2005. I mean, 30 seasons in 16 years is pretty amazing, I have to say. Um, I think it's so cool. I think I, I love this show. I think it's such a great show. It's so fun. Um, I watch now I watched with my sister. I've been watching for several years now, but starting last year, I started watching with my sister. Um, So just kind of for clarification, the seasons that I've seen, it's an interesting thing just to bring up because I always feel like I've just seen everything. I feel so familiar with this show. I feel so familiar with um, all the pros. Um, I've been watching for a very long time. I've definitely watched all the um, seasons through the 20s and through pretty much most of the teens. Um, some of those early seasons I haven't seen, but when I was really in my Dancing with the Stars phase, I just went into, like, into the rabbit hole, and I was just watching all the seasons I could. I still want to go back and watch the first season, several seasons that I have not seen, but I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of these pros grow from once they first were introduced onto the show, but I would love to deep dive and go back into the super, super early stuff and see how the show has transformed since then, even seeing how the show has evolved and grown since um, the teen seasons is just so, teens as in, like, you know, 13, 14 type, um, but ever since then, just seeing how the show has evolved since then, and how the show itself has changed, um, is crazy, but before I get into it, and just start talking a lot about, um, my thoughts on this season, of course, just want to let everyone know that they should totally hit the follow button, um, that would be great, as well as hit the notification bell, because you will then get, 
um, notified every time I post, which is Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Central Time. So yeah, there we go. Um, and without further ado, let's get into it. So season 30, um, how did I feel about the cast? I have to say that this is probably one of the most competitive seasons I have ever seen. When you get down to even 10th place, I start to question things because I start to wonder why are they in 10th place? On another season, this is someone who would make it to the finale. So I think um, in a lot of regards, this is the most competitive season that we've ever seen of the show, which is something I really enjoy. Um, dance is probably my favorite aspect of art. I think it's the most fascinating. I love dancing. Um, I love dance shows. I watch this. I watch um, World of Dance. I watched So You Think You Can Dance. All the dance shows. Um, so I love dance. I think it's just so elegant. Um, and ballroom dance is obviously such a unique um form of dance and I love how it taps into other styles of dance as well um it's definitely the dance I'm the least familiar with as in you know my only real exposure to it comes from dancing with the stars none of my friends or anything like that you know um you know anything like that have been involved in ballroom dance so it's super new um super exciting but that's what I love about the show it's something new um for me to kind of engage myself into so Starting at season 29, the show took a major shift. And why did the show take a major shift, you might ask? And that is because Tyra Banks became the host. I'm not going to sit here and spend the next 30 minutes telling you all the reasons why Tyra Banks is not a very fit host for this show. Um, so I'm just going to keep it super brief. I, you know, I wanted to be okay with it. I wanted to be like, you know, it's fine. But it's Tyra Banks. We all know Tyra Banks. America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks. Um, I think my major issue is because I think the main change that the show has, you know, gone through has been the shift of importance. And what I mean by that is I feel like all the earlier seasons are more focused on the competitors, the dancers, the dancing itself versus I feel like these past two seasons have been very focused on Tyra. And the host on a show like this is not very important. You know, this isn't Survivor where Jeff Probst is obviously the most iconic part of the show. You know, that's not what this is. This is Dancing with the Stars and the stars and their partners, as well as the judges, are the most important part of it. Um, I think some of the things that she does that really bother me the most is how I feel like a lot of the contestants aren't able to get their full commentary back because she essentially cuts off the judges to go on some random thing. And the thing is, of course, the hosts always ask questions, but the questions never felt, uh, you know, like this. I feel like a lot of her questions are super unoriginal. Like, she kind of just takes it from the little bits that they show before they perform. Um, and they're usually terrible questions. I mean, like, she asks either super personal questions um, or they're just super weird and irrelevant. And sometimes, yeah, it's funny, but I think the judges' comments at the end of the day are the most important thing. I also think she makes the show all about herself. If you look at the covers through the seasons, um, never once has the host been on it, and she is literally on it. Her lips is just the front cover, which, you know, it's a move, and I just, I don't think it's necessarily very necessary for a show like this. Um, I think it 
is a little bit out of place. And the way she just kind of walks in at the beginning and makes the whole thing about her and everyone stands up and she has a dramatic model walk entrance. It's just odd. And she does like four costume changes an episode into the most elaborately weird looking outfit in existence. I mean, none of the outfits hit. They're always terrible. Um, I'm trying to think what her worst outfits this season, I want to say were from the Disney night, I think. The one purple one. Oh my gosh, the side profile in that was absolutely tragic. I just can't get over it. Um, it was terrible. But regardless, what else has changed these last two seasons? Derek Huff has become a um, judge. And for that, I say that's amazing. Obviously, Derek was probably one of my favorite pros because I think he was one of the most consistent pros and he definitely is the one with some of the most talent right from day one when he walked in for the first time. Um, He's definitely the pro with the longest resume. He's in the ones with all the contracts um, with Disney, so he does a lot of the Disney events. you know, he kind of branches off into a little bit more with movies and shows, so he's definitely the most famous pro, um, and he's, as well, he's just kind of been the face, him and Julianne Huff as well, who is his sister, obviously, um, they've always kind of been, you know, the face of Dancing with the Stars, as well as, to a certain degree, um, one of the faces of ABC and one of the faces of Disney, which is very cool, so I find him, you know, obviously all the judges are very, um, you know, they're very, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, they're very valid in their comments. You know, they know what they're talking about, of course. They're professionals. But I think, to a certain degree, Derek is able to give the best commentary for a couple different reasons. And I think the biggest reason is that he himself has been a pro for several seasons. So he knows exactly what it's like, um, you know, to teach a random star from scratch. And he's worked with all types of different... Um, stars and what I mean by that is stars he's worked with stars who've had a little bit of dancing experience and he's worked with some that have had absolutely no dance experience whatsoever so he really has an understanding of the kind of um, critique and feedback to give a person he also caters it a lot to what fits them best which I think is such a unique thing that he is able to do which is why I think he is the best judge I think his feedback is always the most constructive and um, a lot of times, you know, not always, but you notice the other judges kind of just comment more on useless stuff Um, and he always, always pretty much gives a, unless he's the last one and Tyra has to cut him off, um, but in general he always gives one actual piece of advice Um, and so I just find him very qualified to give that kind of thing. So I just think he's the best judge from that perspective. But of course, they're all qualified and everything they say is valid. I just think he understands the most what it's like to be a pro as well as what it's, you know, like to be in just the shoes of the person who's um, obviously the contestant. So who are my favorite pros besides Derek and Julianne? Because I think they're so talented. Um, So my all-time favorite pros are Whitney, Lindsay, and Jenna. Uh, (laughs) I feel like that's so basic. But Whitney, Lindsay, I mean, Whitney and Lindsay I've been following for a while. I watched both of their um, seasons like on So So You Think You Can Dance. 
Um, so I was obviously already rooting for them, and there was something very charismatic about both of them as people as well as choreographers, and I think the fact that they were best friends um, added a lot to that charisma. And I say this a lot, you know, when I'm talking about pop culture with my friends. Um, it's just that when <clears throat> when celebrities or influencers or anything, when they have those other connections, it makes them all the more likable. Um, it gives them more of a personality. Like, it makes them more of a human being, you know? So watching them really have this special connection and the special friendship that they've had for several years before even coming on to Dancing with the Stars kind of just always made them more likable to me. Um, they were always, like, sisters in my eyes, so I love both of them. Jenna, I think, is the best choreographer on the show, so that's why I love Jenna. I think she's so talented. I think she's such a great person. Um, also, she's her strength is choreography. Or sorry, not choreography. Of course, choreography is her strength. She's amazing. Her strength is contemporary, and contemporary, if you didn't already know, is my favorite style of dance. So whenever she gets to tap into the contemporary stylings, I am always in for a show, in for a treat. My best example of this was last season with Neve. Um, so season twenty nine, Neve was such. A great, great, great dancer. Loved him. Um, cough, cough. I think he should have low-key won. I mean, Caitlin was great, so fine. That's deserved as well. But I think he was a great, great... Like, if he won as well, I would not have been upset at all. Um, but I think he was so talented, so... And showed a lot of improvement every week, which is pretty much the whole point of the show. You know, someone coming in with a dance background or being a dancer, it doesn't count. But we'll get into that later. Um, so Neve being able to do all that was... So great, and he um, was able to lead into a lot of the contemporary stylings in the later weeks, so she got to tap into that style of choreography, and it was absolutely beautiful. Um, both of the Black Swan dances were amazing, the one that they did and the one that they did with the redo and everything. Just amazing, just wonderful, so I love Jenna. Other than that, um, I love Val, of course. Val is an icon. He's also a staple of Dancing with the Stars. Love him. Um, I love... Who else would I put? I mean, I, I think Artem is great. I think Artem is uh, an amazing, 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 um, you know, choreographer as well as partner. Um, I love Emma. I think Emma is amazing. Um, I also love her accent. It's so cute. Um, I think that she's so, so, so talented. Um, these are two newbies, so it's very hard to really dive into that as a whole um but I love Daniela and I love Brittany I think they're two of the people who show you know some of the most promise uh so I think that they're amazing uh and I would and I love everything that they do and I hope that they keep just getting great partners in the future I also loved Pita. She's no longer on the show, but when she was, I thought she was also an incredible choreographer. So there's that. So that's kind of my take on the pros. Um, I think it's such a layered uh, task to do what they do. So I pretty much applaud all of them. So anyways, let's move on. So I have my laptop in front of me, and I have all the couples from this season, um, and I'm going to kind of go in backwards order. So starting with the first couple that got eliminated going up to the winners, and I'm going to just kind of um, give my thoughts on them and their performance, uh, and that's going to kind of help me, I guess, touch on the points I wanted to touch on 
in this episode. So, in last place, therefore 15th place, was Martin Cove and Brit. Now, as I just mentioned, um, I love Brit. I think Brit is such an incredible choreographer. Last season was her um, first season. Season 29 was her first season. She was with Johnny, and she did great. She made it pretty far. So what I would love to see in the future seasons is for her to get paired with someone that could make it further because she's so great, but she really took being partnered with Martin so well, and I think Martin was also a great person to watch. Um, Dancing with the Stars loves to do this thing where they plant about two or three people that are really obviously not as good as the others, usually because of their age. It's usually someone a little bit older um, who's not really able to keep up. And they do this every season, um, and I really don't know why. It's honestly upsetting because it's very obvious that the first few weeks aren't really a competition. Um, it's a chance for you to meet everyone. It's a chance to weed them out before you've got an actual competition. Um, and it's something I really dislike. It's something I've always disliked. Um, I just don't think it's very fair. Um, and everyone comes on the show because they want to win. And obviously they come in and it's just, it's super unfair because everybody knows they're going to be the first or second or third to leave. Um, and I absolutely hate that. But something I did appreciate was that this was the first season where there's only been one obvious one. So he was the only, um, person that was kind of the obvious, you know, okay, you're going to be the first to go type of thing. We've never, you know, usually we have more than one. This season we only had one. So that is something I did appreciate. So thank you, Dancing with the Stars. So these two got eliminated um, week two, which was first elimination. uh, And they were in the bottom two with uh, Christine. And obviously Christine and Pasha moved on to the next round. And these two did not. Um... You know, it's kind of a difficult thing just because it's there's really not much to say here. It's just, it was very obvious that they were going to go first. Um, and Martin is was such a joy to watch. He seemed very, very into it, as well as very passionate. And he left, you know, as a really good sport. And obviously, I'm a Cobra Kai fan, so um, that's where I know him from. Very excited for season four, by the way. Um, but yeah, so that's really all I have to say. I hope Britt gets a good partner next season if she's competing next season if she's not competing next season she'll be competing the season after so just hopefully okay so in 14th place we have christine and pasha they were eliminated week three which was britney night and i have to say britney night was one of my favorite nights just because obviously britney spears has been through some of the most great i mean the craziest time of her life but to the public um, the very, very, very crazy past year, year, two years, etc. So just to celebrate her and everything that is her, I loved this week. Um, I loved seeing everyone, I guess, put out Britney dances because I love Britney Spears. I love all of her music. So it's a lot of fun when you're watching the show and you pretty much recognize um, every single song that they're playing. So these two, it wasn't necessarily obvious that they were going to go next, which is kind of leads back to what I was saying at the beginning about this being the most competitive season we've ever seen. Um, it's no longer obvious past Martin. You know, all these people were pretty much fair game from the beginning. Um, I'll kind of mark exactly where it starts to get crazy for me, and I'll start to mark the exact point where I'm like, any of these people could have been in the finale. We're not there yet, but I will mark it. So these two, um, I think that they showed great promise. I am really upset because Pasha is a relatively 
new pro um and he hasn't really been able to make it incredibly far he also got eliminated on week three last season um so I would really really love if he could make it further as for Christine she seemed nice um she did show improvement each of the three weeks she was there which like I said is the point of the show so I mean I guess that's that So in 13th place was Brian Austin Green and Sharna, and they got eliminated week four, which was the Disney week, because for the first time, we had two episodes in one week on Monday and Tuesday. We had Disney Heroes Night on Monday and Disney Villains Night on Tuesday. Um, So they kind of did a double elimination. So they were the first two to be eliminated there. Um... So let's talk about them before we talk about the other couple who got eliminated on week four, Disney week. So Brian and Sharna was a very interesting pairing. So I know Brian Austin Green from Beverly Hills 90210, one of my favorite shows, um, the iconic show of the 90s, uh, the blueprint for every drama in existence, every teen drama in existence. If you love teen dramas, go watch Beverly Hills 90210, like the original one. You won't regret it. It is such a treat. <laughs> Anyways, off, tap- off topic. Um, so Brian and Sharna was a very interesting combination just because, you know, obviously they are in a relationship. Um, Brian is dating Sharna. So as someone who's been a fan of Dancing with the Stars for so long, I've never seen Sharna this happy. So from that angle, I loved it. I loved seeing Sharna the happiest I've ever seen her. Um, I think, you know, she's such an great you know performers so it was great seeing her be so happy but at the same time I think they played into their love a little bit too much which ended up kind of hurting them you know I feel like every I mean it was cute in the first one you know no none of the judges really threw any shade at them after week one but it got a little bit excessive as we were going week after week and it was just them fawning over each other um that's not really the point of the show they kind of just you know it's hurt it was pretty much I don't remember which judge said this but it was pretty much him standing in place and then her dancing around him is what it slowly started to look like so them going out at this point did make sense to me um but yeah I wish them all the best in their relationship though so then like I said two couples were eliminated Disney week so let's talk about Um, who was the second couple eliminated, and that was Matt James and Lindsay, who also went Disney week. So this made me absolutely heartbrokenly sad, because like I mentioned, Lindsay is my favorite pro, Um, so seeing her go made me so sad, because this was her first season back in a while. Um, We haven't seen her in a while. I really hope she's gonna be there next season, you know, obviously, I think she is, so please, 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 um, I want to see her go far, she has, you know, the last time we saw her in the finale was with Jordan Fisher, um, their win was so deserved, um, that wasn't that long ago, I'm just making it seem like she hasn't been in the finale in a long time, she hasn't been on the show for a couple seasons, but I really hope to see her back, because I just want to see her make it far, because I think she's one of the best choreographers on the show, and one of the best just people on the show, so please bring her back, I just want to see her go far, because I love her, um, 
As for this pairing, you know, I think the main point of Dancing with the Stars is to see someone who has no prior dance experience improve week after week. I think the ultimate winner shouldn't even really be who is the best dancer there. It's really who's improved. So that means you can't be a bad dancer. You have to be a really, really good dancer to compete with the people who are already dancers. But you have to, you know, it's about showing that improvement. That's the point of the show. Um, It was not necessarily finale potential no but was he 12th place no I don't think so I don't think he was that either I think he should have gone a little bit further um he wasn't bad but you know like I think he definitely could have gone on a little bit more and uh, like I said I think he was accomplishing the point of the show was which is to um kind of make it just I guess um week after week and just improve which is what he did um, I also know that obviously there's a little bit of stuff that goes on with rigging of everything like obviously at the end of the day it's a show there's a little bit of that going on and from what I've heard um, on Twitter and TikTok and just other social media platforms they wanted Matt out around this time because they thought him being on Dancing with the Stars while uh, Michelle's season of The Bachelorette was about to air having both these Bachelor Nation people back to back on these two different shows on that network would clash a little bit and that him being here would interfere with Michelle's season a little bit because a lot of Bachelor Nation fans would have rather watched Dancing with the Stars over The Bachelorette, which that doesn't really make sense to me because you can watch both. I watch both. Whatever. That's that. Let's move on. (laughs) So in 11th place, we had Melanie C. and Gleb. So they got eliminated week five, Grease Night. Um, Mel C is obviously a Spice Girl, so again, like what I saw on Twitter, a lot of people from the UK were super mad, especially at Len, since he's also from the UK, they are like, yeah, we're not, you can't come back, you can't eliminate a Spice Girl, um, but anyways, regardless, I did not see this coming in the slightest, um, Mel C, for me, showed the most promise, uh, week one, so her getting eliminated and being in 11th place, this is where I'm going to officially put the mark, this or 10th place, 11th or 10th, we'll talk about it, but this is kind of around the time where I put that mark, where any of these people from here on out could have been in the finale, and we are at 11th place, that is crazy, like I said, most competitive season, because it really could have been anyone, and it really could have been anyone in that finale, but anyways, Mel C and Gleb, um, I thought that they were great, as a whole, I never found Gleb to be the best choreographer um I think it's a good choreographer obviously you wouldn't get selected to be a professional on this show if you weren't a good choreographer or a good dancer he's an amazing at both he's amazing at both those things I just don't think he really holds a candle to professionals like Val or um Derek or Artem or anyone like that so from that angle you know I get that but Mel C showed so much promise she was doing so well so I was not really feeling that um the bottom two of this week was Mel C and Olivia Jade so I you know it's it's tough it's really really tough but I think I don't know it starts to get conflicting around this point I I really didn't want to see her go this early but let's move on So in 10th place, we had Kenya Moore and Brandon, who left week six, which was Horror Night. Horror Night was one of my favorite nights. Um, Since I'm on the topic of Horror Night, I am just, you know, going to go ahead and say this now, um, because I'm going to forget later. No, I'll bring it up again. But Iman and Daniela's performance from Horror Night this um, in week six was, by the way, my favorite dance of the season. 
um, and probably one of my all-time favorite dances from all the seasons of this show that I've seen, so props to them, but I'll talk about them more when I get to them. Regardless, this one I definitely saw coming. Um, Like I said, even though I did put the mark here of them, you know, everyone from this point onward could be in the finale, they weren't really touching some of the, uh, a couple of the other competitors. Um, Also, they, it didn't really seem that they were too popular in terms of her own fan base, just because she was making it into the bottom three a lot. She was already saved from the bottom three twice. So just from that angle itself, um, it wouldn't have made much sense for her to get saved a third time. I think from that angle alone, the second she was in the bottom th- um, two for this um, episode, I knew she was going. There was no way that she could stay post that. I mean, that's just not how the show works. Um, especially because she was in the bottom two with Suni Lee, who was definitely not going to go home. So that's how I feel about it. But however, it was amazing to see her dance because I think she's so talented. She is also 50, um, which is technically, it's not Martin Kovolder, but she's a bit older. And I think that she did so good and she was just refining herself. I loved her story. I loved everything she shared with us um, as viewers. I loved how she led us into her life, especially because she is a Real Housewives star. And I feel like a lot of the Real Housewives stars, people kind of put into the Yolanda Hadid bubble um, and just kind of assume that everyone's like her because Yolanda Hadid is also a Real Housewife. But it was really, really nice to see um, just this really human side of her. And I love that. That's another thing I love about the show. I love how they can show um, all these other sides to people, which if you know where I'm going with this, when we get to them, there's someone else that I would have to talk about that with. But let's move on to ninth place now, which was The Miz and Whitney. I was very torn up about this because very similar to Lindsay, um, Whitney's my other favorite pro. So seeing her in ninth, you know, getting eliminated on week seven, which was queen night, I was less than pleased. Um, I was very upset. I I didn't like it. Ugh. I'm just annoyed just thinking about it. I hated it. Um I thought this was totally undeserved because I could have totally seen them in the finale. Um, or at least gone right before the finale, at least to the top five. Um The Miz was one of the most entertaining people to watch this season. He was so charismatic so confident, such a performer. I've been watching the show for a long time, and whenever wrestlers or other WWE stars come onto this show, besides Nikki Bella, they're very stiff, or they don't seem very into it, but The Miz put all of his energy um, and passion into it. You know, he, it really, really felt like he cared about dance the way the way he cared about wrestling it was like they were on the same level just watching how much passion and energy he put into it you could also tell he formed a really special connection with Whitney because you could really tell by their partner chemistry that they were just such close friends which I also love in these partnerships just seeing those friendships blossom very much like Whitney and Milo's partnership a few seasons ago cough cough still the biggest Robin dancing with the stars history Milo and Whitney should have won instead of being runner-ups it's fine. That's another conversation. Um, but, you know, I really hated to see The Miz go this early. Um, I definitely thought he could have stayed longer. And, of course, I would have loved to see Whitney go further in the competition. But hopefully she'll be back. Um, and, yeah, let's move on. So to eighth place, we have Olivia Jade and Val. 
Um, again, these two really could have make it, made it to the finale. I thought Olivia Jade was graceful as hell from day one. And this kind of leads me right back to the conversation I was talking about with Kenya, how this allows people to be seen in a different light, this show. Olivia Jade, you know, really has... She's always been popular if you were super into pop culture, um, just because you would have known her um, either as two things, a YouTuber slash influencer slash... Or Lori Loughlin's daughter. So, and Lori Loughlin's obviously from Full House. Most notably, she played Becky. So... You know, Olivia Jade in the last couple years has been surrounded with controversy only. Her parents were involved in the college admission scandal. So it was kind of a bad name given to her, even though she herself was not involved in that. Um, It was all her parents. So I think her coming onto the show um, really helped her image a lot because her being partnered with someone like Val, which was actually... This was the only preseason prediction I got right when I saw the cast list and I saw the pros that were going to be on the season and I was matching them up. I actually matched up these two. Um, I knew it was going to happen just because I feel like Val is the perfect, perfect um, partner for her because, you know, he's he's kind. He's super, super nice, but he's also very strict and I feel like he would be the perfect person to be partnered with her and that he was. She as you could all have witnessed, became pretty much very obsessed with him. And not in a weird way, in just the way, like, you could tell that she was really, really into her partnership with him. She really, really loved him, um, thought of him like a best friend, like an older brother. So they formed a great connection as well. Olivia Jade got to share a lot of her story as well as things from her angle, which really helped her be seen in another light, you know, um, kind of separate herself from her what her parents did a little bit and kind of just be her own person um which is something I love about this show um so yeah that's pretty much all I have to say about this oh and they got eliminated week eight obviously on Janet Jackson night all right in seventh place we have Jimmy Allen and Emma and they got eliminated also on week eight Janet Jackson night because it was a double elimination so they were eliminated for the dance-off portion um You know, Jimmy Allen is a country star. I was familiar with him before, but I don't really listen to country music, so I wasn't really aware of any of his music. The only country music I listen to is Casey, as well as Early Taylor. Um, And there's a couple songs here and there, but I don't listen to any artists that are country. Anyways, regardless, um, Jimmy and Emma were good. I believe Jimmy has been problematic, like, in real life in a couple aspects, so from that angle, you know, I wasn't... I don't really root for that. However, just from a show angle, if I didn't know anything about that, um, I would say that I thought he showed a lot of improvement while also being pretty consistent just from day one. Um, Emma herself, like I said at the beginning, I love Emma. She's one of my favorite pros, and I feel like she was a really good partner for him. They worked really well together, and you could also tell that they got really close. Um, I believe he... I Not I believe. I know. He had a baby while the season was running on um so we got to see him be one of the more emotional contestants this season he was definitely probably the most in touch with his emotions and everything um he cried more than two times on the show um not even in the little clip part but in the actual um 
you know, interview portion with Tyra that she interrupts everyone for. Um, but, you know, we got to see him be the most in touch with his emotions. So I don't really have any much else to say. Um, their Disney dance was my favorite Disney dance from that night. So um, props to them. I loved anyone who ever does the, like, does Mulan for their, like, movie. Like, it's always, I'll make a man out of you. So it's always the best dance. All right. In sixth place, we had Melora Hardin and Artem. So, obviously, you know I love Artem. And I also love The Office, so I love Melora. And they were eliminated week nine, which was the semifinals. So, even though it says sixth place and it sounds terrible, they pretty much made it right up until the end, so I can't even be totally angry. Um, Even though I think wholeheartedly um, Melora deserved a spot in the finale. Um, I know exactly who I would replace her with as well, but I am obviously going to get to that person first who was in the finale that I think that should have been replaced, but I think Melora, as well as the other three people in the finale, should have been the finale for. I thought she was absolutely incredible. I thought she was a great dancer. Um, I thought she was improving every week while also just being consistent. Um, She was also... also obviously doing very well um, in terms of just judges' scores as well as audience votes. Um, And then Artem was a great partner for her. I loved both of them. I loved seeing their dances. I thought they they just had some of the best dances of the season. So kind of makes me sad. I just, yeah, I don't know. Makes me sad. I think these two should have been in the finale. All right. So then in fifth place, we have Suni Lee and Sasha, um, and they also left semifinals week nine. So again, they made it up right till the end. Um, and yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of these Olympic gymnasts, there's only been one other on the show, but they tend to make it pretty far because they have a lot of those skills like flexibility. They can do tricks very well. Um, but watching SUNY open up this season was one of my favorite parts of the season and definitely something I love about the show. Um, she started being very rigid um, in terms of expression and smiling and facial reactions just because she was always told in gymnastics that you're not supposed to be smiling all the time. So just to kind of watch her grow and just become a better performer overall was so satisfying to me and um and yeah so um I think she was great and yeah (laughs) I think she definitely uh deserved to make it this far all right so in fourth place um makes me absolutely upset to say that they were the so here from now on in fourth third second first we have all the finale couples, and it hurts me to say that this is the one that came in last, and that was Amanda Klutz and Alan. Amanda was probably the other um, contestant this season that we really got to see be in touch with her emotions because she dedicated so many performances to her late husband and everything, um, and she is just such a graceful and beautiful dancer. I wasn't really too familiar with her before this season, um, but now I absolutely love her. I think she's just one of the best people ever. I think she's so sweet. She's so genuine. She's so humble. I could rave about Col- Oh my gosh, I didn't even mention Alan. Alan, 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 Alan is also, by the way, one of my favorite pros. Probably my favorite male pro. How did I forget him? Okay, Alan is my favorite. Don't forget him. 
Um, anyways, so I'm happy to see Alan in the finale. He seems to always make it pretty far. Um, I think he's an amazing choreographer. I think the relationship he formed with Amanda was amazing. Um, I hate to see that they're in fourth. I think that they deserved, you know, top three. The person who did get third did not deserve third. Did not at all deserve third. But we'll talk about that in a second. Um, I thought these two were amazing. I think they had some of the most beautiful and graceful dances of the season that just brought me to tears. They were incredible. Um, I'm happy they got to the finale, but I don't think they deserve fourth place. I think that they deserved third. So what was the couple that actually did get third place? That was Cody Rigsby and Cheryl. Cody Rigsby, again, I was never super familiar with. Um, you know, I... I really don't even know what to say about him getting third place. I mean, obviously, they had a major setback this season. Two of the episodes, so two of the weeks, they were not dancing in person. They were dancing from their living rooms. And, you know, that was two weeks that they didn't get to do, really, that in-person training. And that is a setback. I do agree. Uh, It's really, really a setback because they both, unfortunately, um, caught coronavirus. They both had COVID. So obviously they had to, and they still continued to dance, and that's amazing. Um, But by the time they got back, they were significantly underperforming compared to everyone who was left by that point. So they probably came back around week five, I'd say. Week five? Week four. One of those. Whatever. Regardless, they were not competing on the level of everybody else there. Um... If they kept sliding by again and again, and I do understand the setback, but at the end of the day, this is a dance competition show, and you need to be on the level of the people around you. You need to at least be showing major improvements, which I felt like he was kind of on the same field the entire time, which is not improvement. It's not improving. Um, And his fan base, whoever that is, just kept voting him through again and again and again and again and again. And if it's supposed to be audience scores uh, mixed with judges' scores, then wouldn't that still put him in the bottom, even if he had lots of votes? Like, his judges' scores were consistently not the best compared to everyone else. I do understand this is Cheryl's last season, and Cheryl has been with Dancing with the Stars since season two. She's a complete OG, but ugh, Cody should not have been in the finale. Cheryl, sure, Cheryl's amazing. But Cheryl with someone else, not with Cody. All right, so now we get to the top two. So let's talk about the runner-ups, which was... Jojo Siwa and Jenna Johnson. So I love Jenna. I think Jenna's great. This is her second season in a row being the runner-up when she was, like, the best. (laughs) Um, I just think she's the best choreographer ever. I think everything she did this season was so well done. Um, So her partner was Jojo Siwa. Two things to talk about here. Number one, the first girl-girl pair on Dancing with the Stars ever. Um, I love that Jenna was, you know, a part of that. I love that she loves that she was a part of that. Um, obviously it's a big deal. It's great. Um, you know, it's great to see that Dancing with the Stars finally did that. I'm curious to see if that'll be something that's happening every season or, I don't know. I really don't know how it works, but it's great to see. Um, and it's great that that's happening now. So round of applause for that. But where does this issue, where does this become an issue? Not the, um, Or where does it become an issue? Like, where does JoJo being a contestant become an issue for me? So, obviously, I loved this. I loved the pairing of the two because it's something we so needed. Um, There's never been a girl-on-girl pair. However, JoJo as a contestant herself is 
a contestant who has had a lot, a lot, a lot of dance experience. And that is one of my biggest things with this show. I don't love it when someone with so much dance experience is on the show because I feel like they have an unfair advantage and you also don't really get to see them improve. And before I hear anyone coming here all like, oh my gosh, but ballroom is so different than everything JoJo's ever done. It doesn't really matter though because she's a performer at the end of the day. She knows because she's been getting high scores since week one. How do you explain that then? She's a natural. She has the flexibility. She has the grace. A lot of ballroom styles are taken from other forms of dance or other forms of dance come from that. There's still several freestyles. And then they also do routines like jazz and stuff. Like jazz is, yes, it's a styling in ballroom, but it's also just a style in general that she's done. Um, So yeah, that's just how I feel about it. Um, But regardless, I thought she did amazing. That was to be expected, though. I knew she was going to do great from the beginning. Um, I think that they did awesome. I thought all of their dances were good. But again, that's something I really expected. They got lots of 10 out of 10s. And all their 10 out of 10 dances were perfect. So yeah. And that brings us to the winner of season 30 of Dancing with the Stars, and that is Iman Shumper and Daniela. So I am more than satisfied with this result. To be totally honest with you guys, I wasn't expecting it. I didn't expect Iman and Daniela to win, but I'm so happy they did because this is one of the first winners ever that I can really take and say, this is Dancing with the Stars. This is the point of Dancing with the Stars. Everything that Iman represented on the show was just exactly what the show is about. Someone who has no dance experience going from what they were week one to what they are now and really just improving every single week and being so determined to the craft. Um, I loved it, you know. Um, We've never seen a basketball player or any sports star win Dancing with the Stars, let alone just even make it this, like, even close to the finale they're usually gone like far before because they tend to be very stiff Um, another thing that was really holding them back was the height difference Iman and Daniela have a very very large height difference which made it difficult in the early episodes Um, you know the judges were like try to watch your back and everything you know I know she's short but but they really worked through that so they kind of worked through those obstacles that were holding them back a little bit and they came out on top um Daniela is also a very new pro. I think she deserves this. I think she's one of the greatest choreographers we've ever seen. I hope she wins awards for this choreography, especially like I'm bringing this up again, that horror night choreography. Oh my gosh. Okay. She should get choreography for everything she did. Every single thing she did. Please. This season she deserves all of it. But, um, but yeah, I just, I love, love, loved um, seeing everything they did this season, the Horror Night choreography especially, like, that is my favorite Dancing with the Stars dance now, like, oh my gosh, that was crazy, I hope she wins an award for that specifically, they both did amazing, but yeah, I think that this win is so deserved, um, and I'm really, really happy for them. All right, so that kind of wraps us up a bit, um, just spoke for 45 minutes on Dancing with the Stars, as I should, um, I'm so excited for season 31, I'm super excited to see what stars come on the show next. Um, You know, I think this season has got to be one of my favorites from the angle of just, I really didn't know who was going to win. And I think seasons like that are so much fun. You know, the winner wasn't obvious at all. It was such a more even playing field in terms of competition. Um, And 
all of that I loved. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I really appreciate it. Uh, I hope you all enjoyed listening to all my opinions on the season of Dancing with the Stars. Um, before I sign off, uh, please remember to hit the follow button, hit the notification bell. All of that is greatly appreciated. And that's pretty much it. Uh, I'll see you guys next week for a new episode, which I am very, very excited for. So yeah, thanks again. Until next time. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.